Okay. I thought this moment would be okay because it's really late. It's 11.03 p.m. And there's a little girl screaming at the park outside my apartment. And I'm wondering why. It's 11.03 p.m. on a Sunday. Oh, it's Easter Sunday. Okay. Acceptable then. I get it. Because at first I was like, this is a regular Sunday. We don't know. Whose child is that? 11 p.m. 11.03 p.m. And I hear screaming. It sounded like fun screaming, though. You know when kids be fun screaming. They'd be like, be quiet. They'd be like, I'm having a great time. Anyways. <laughs> Welcome back and congratulations. You have made it to level five, which is episode five of Blurry Vision with me, moi, your host, Shatani Fernandez. I am here, very tired from daily life, but that's okay. I'm, I'm, I, I'm excited because I've been practicing mental strength. I really wanted to go and take a break and not really do this. But you know what? I know I'll feel better after I'm done. It's like going to the gym. I was like, oh, I'm not looking forward to this, even though I love to do it. I love to go to the gym. I will also just be like, I just need a break. I just don't want to do it. It's so easy for you to be like, you know what? I'm going to give in. I'm going to give you what you want. You want to lay down and just, you know, sit on your butt and look at the ceiling? Cool. I'll give you that. But, well, I'm going to give you some more positivity because (laughs) I'm obviously, one, rambling. I'm very off script right now. There's a script posted right next to me. Two, you didn't come here to hear me ramble. I am pretty sure you don't pay money for that. I know you don't pay money for this, but <laughs> welcome back. It's Shatani Fernandez. I already said that. Um, I'm here. I'm very grateful for the opportunity to be so busy that I am tired. Like that's, that's something, that's the mental strength. That's what I was talking about, mental strength. The mental strength that I am talking about right now is doing the things that you want to do, even though your body's like, you know what I would rather do? I would rather eat dinner and just lay in bed right now and not worry about creating this. But at the same time, my soul would ache and cry if I didn't create and do this. So that feeling was way stronger than the relaxed feeling. So here we are. I'm congratulating you because you made it to level five. And I really love referring to my episodes as levels because we get better and better every time we meet. Well, every week we are actually going to catch up on what happened in the past, whatever time since the last time I've posted or created an episode. Um, I would also like to share it's Sunday. It's Easter Sunday. I went to work today. I didn't do anything Easter-like. I saw my family last night, the day before Easter, and I'm like, yes, cool. God has, Jesus has risen. Praise the Lord. 
um, for for this week, though, I'm calling this segment Fancy Ketchup because I want to. Fancy Ketchup. We're pouring it on, adding flavor to this week. So this is the history of my past week. And I didn't make you guys wait a half a month for another episode. I'm not saying I need a pat on the back, but I'm just like just pointing that out. Just feel like it's a note. Like this week I've worked on the show. That's something I did. Um but this month is me and my girlfriend's birthday month. So we're just kind of this is the most social or active we've been since winter. <laughs> so I've been kind of that's no excuse. That's no excuse. I'm just telling you guys, I actually did something this week. This April, I'm saying this April, the shows that come out in April and maybe the beginning of May, it's tourist season. So you're going to get some fancy ketchup that has a lot of flavor. It has a lot of, this is what I did. This is what we did. I spent time with people. Uh, uh, because tourists, all we do I'm generalizing. I'm a tourist, and what I do is pretty leisurely. So when I do something, I'm like, guess what I did? I actually got out of bed. So, fancy ketchup. This week, my big activity was treating my girlfriend to go see her in concert. And... It was such a fantastic night. Her came to Seattle and it was such a great show. We are turning 35, so going to a show at this age is kind of daunting, but so worth it. I I also saw people that were my age or older hiding in corners with their drinks, trying to stay away from the kids, but... We enjoyed ourselves, regardless of who was there. Me and my girlfriend just made the best out of the night, and it was so amazing. Had so much fun. Her is a talented musical artist. I love when I go to shows, and I always say this, when I go to shows and an artist makes me love them more. Like her, I was like, okay, her is cool. She everywhere. I'm kind of getting tired of her, to be honest. Not not taking away from her talent, not saying I was like, she's not talented. I'm just saying like, you know, when you see someone everywhere, you're like, really? Again? Okay, maybe not. Maybe not. Because if they did that to Beyonce, I would be pissed. But anyways, forgive me if you're a fan of her and you understand her greatness. But I went to this show and was clearly my misconceptions were blown out of my spirit I hands down will always go see her concert or her show I will watch her on TV I'll watch whatever music she drops because that young lady that woman is so talented she sang my girlfriend pointed something out she played hella instruments she played like the bass guitar the acoustic guitar the regular ass guitar, excuse my French, I'm trying not to cuss. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. <clears throat> but, and she also played the drums, the piano too, the keyboards. 
the keys, the ivory keys. She also, I'm just, I'm listing the things I've noticed. Not to mention, she probably wrote most of her songs. She probably arranged most of her songs. She probably produced some of her songs. Okay. Marley never barks. She's been barking all night today, and I'm really just trying to record the show for you guys. So I left her to her own devices, and I'm in I'm in my studio, which is my my closet. <laughs> She's literally on the other side, and I don't know why she barked. But again, 11 p.m., and there was children outside, so maybe something disturbed her. I'll check on her in a second. Her is so talented. Don't underestimate this this gem, this legend that we're watching grow right in front of us. Musical talent and all. Uh, what I was saying was my girlfriend, she pointed out that besides her playing all those instruments, she was singing on top of it. Singing. On top of playing instrument, I could barely play the notes without singing. Are you freaking serious? She killed the drums, too. When she came out on the drums, I was like, wow. You're amazing. I, I just love shows. I love music. I love seeing an artist just impress me and put it all out there on the stage. And I'll also say Seattle audiences, it, it's really hard to do in Seattle because Seattle audiences, they're dull. They're very dull. Extremely dull. Not that we don't like your music. It's just that we, we, my peoples, because I can't exclude myself. I'm from here, but I just choose not to do some of the things that the people do here. When it comes to shows, I refuse to act like I am too cool for school in order to enjoy a show. I'm here. I'm going to wave my arms. I'm going to hoot. I'm going to holler. I'm going to clap. I, I'm going to do, I'm going to dance. I'm going to sing along to some of your lyrics. I'm going to be the best audience member I can be. You're going to feel the energy I get from listening to your music and bounce it right back to you. But Seattle is like an image. Sometimes I feel like people get caught up on how they look, an image thing, and then they're like, <laughs> I can't enjoy the show or this show or that. This bothered me. And it may not even be how they feel. It's just the, the image, the pers- like the energy they're giving off. And I always am like, every time I go to a show in Seattle, I'm like, oh, this is going to be rough. I always make it my goal to make my area the funnest area to be in. And that's usually, that's how I've gotten through being here. But to be honest, the audience in Seattle is just, wake up. Like, (laughs) where are you guys at? Enjoy life, breathe in oxygen. It's always been my biggest pet peeve about the audience here. It's just like, damn, these artists have to feed off of this energy. That sucks. I get it. But her, I would also say, 
put life back into the audience because by the end of the show everybody was just like yes this is what this is a good time everybody's smiling they le-. it it's just i know my people my people are like in and out on time you know okay you said you got a nine o'clock show show up at nine o'clock oh you say you're gonna be on set for an hour do an hour show or longer people are just like that here that's why lauren hill shows do not they probably do not i've been to a lauren hill concert i mean show concert um and you and i didn't know that lauren hill shows up really late for her shows like really really freaking late so that was an experience but i'm always so grateful for the artists that come out and they're like regardless of this energy i'm going to make it better and that's what her delivered so impressed so impressed that's what i did this past week i did other things like clean clean a turtle tank probably did some other things i didn't get to reading like i wanted to do but i keep bringing all these goals up that i've been trying to implement or be more consistent about um and i would like to share those with you that was a really weird way to i was committed to the sentence that i started i was really committed to it but what i'm trying to say is hi (laughs) i've made weekly goals i usually do this me and my girlfriend will always like make goals she's on my mind a lot today so sorry (laughs) yeah i'm not sorry but yeah you'll hear a lot about her today um I've made these goals this week, which I've noticed happens around the full moon or the new moon for the month. I usually have a couple of sets of goals, but this week I'm really trying to strengthen my discipline. And for me, I'm starting with the way I eat because I've been going ham on the DoorDash and ordering out and just I don't. I'm not sure I know what I want to eat sometimes. So this week I decided I am committing to eating salads for seven days. So Sunday to Sunday. So today was the first day. And that's salads and fruit. I'm just, I'm really trying to cut back on the sugar, try and cut back on eating out, try and get more vegetables in my diet because it's, I feel like I've been eating a lot of bread and carbs and a lot of extra, extra, extra extras. Um, what else? I'm kind of like forgetting what I was going to say. I have notes here. I'm a little scrapped. I think my weekly goals I was not going to tell you guys about, so. But I want to share because I feel like it's good to point to be a person or individual that can share my story so you may create your own goals or be inspired to do something different this is why I bring you the news no this is why I bring you the show 
this week and I'm gonna let you know on the next show how it goes but I'm so determined to go seven days and only eat mostly salads because <laughs> honestly today I had a really delicious homemade scone I'm gonna say it's homemade because it tasted homemade um but it wasn't too sweet it didn't make me feel weird or gross so but I've had salads for my other two meals today Um, what are my other goals? My other goals, so I'm trying to fit more activity in my day. Um, because I fell off being active. You know, I just do what I gotta do. I gotta walk to the store, I gotta walk to, up the stairs, cool. But when you do a gym workout or you, you decide that, hey, I need to be a little bit more physically active, you, or I, in my case, I always feel like, I'm trying not to lose my sentence. <laughs> I always feel like a nut. Sometimes I don't. Okay, I'm getting to delirious time, so we're going to try to get through this. I was talking about physical activity. So my goal, because I'm trying to incorporate physical activity and reignite the fire within myself to get my body to move, because I've been so stationary. I haven't really been stationary, stationary, but like I've been just doing the minimum. Just going to work, being physical, coming home, not really doing anything. But I feel like that leaves your body with muscle tightness. And that can lead to injury later down the road. But I noticed that I also need a little bit of strength. So my goal, <laughs> the anticipation, my goal is to do 25 push-ups in the morning and 25 squats. Actually, not even in the morning, just once, just daily. So if I come, if I don't get in the morning, which is dangerous to do, sometimes you got to do it straight in the morning because you'll skip it in the afternoon, but it's just to do 25 push-ups and 25 squats daily. Um, I'm not tired. I'm not tongue-tied. Um, that's my physical activity goal for the week. So I did that today. I've been doing the leg workout with my girlfriend. Um, that's, I like the leg workout like app because it makes the workouts for you. But they have this one exercise on there that I like do and I'm determined to get good at. But I despise and it's called froggy glute lifts. I dis, I dislike this exercise and it's probably because I don't have any glutes. Because I cannot lift my knees. You're supposed to lay on your stomach. It's like you're doing a Superman. If you ever done the ab exercise Superman. But then you kind of like bend. You put like a 90 degree angle in your knees. Instead of keeping your legs straight. You like kick them up like a frog. Like you're clenching your booty cheeks. Ugh. It sounds like quantum physics to me. My body's trying to get it down. 
my body's really trying to get it down. But that's pretty much what the week has been. I went to her concert. And then this upcoming week, I'm I'm really just, um, what is it called? <laughs> I'm focused on my goals of eating salad and doing the physical activity daily. Oh my gosh, I just realized what time it is and my Duolingo's due. <laughs> so I've been learning Spanish on Duolingo and it's really fun. I highly recommend it. I'm not sure how it's going to help me actually learn Spanish, but I feel like I'm learning Spanish. I've picked up a couple more words, more so than me not doing it. So, hey, if I learn Spanish from Duolingo, that's going to be lit. I get to tell people that. But anyways, back to the rest of the show. I'm going to take a breather, get some water. So just like 15 seconds of music. And welcome back. Welcome back. I just need a moment. Check out my laundry. I'm doing laundry. I don't know if you guys heard it go off in the background. There's a lot of background noise. I put my heater back on. The kids are gone from the park outside my apartment. I needed a break. So we're taking a break. Excuse background noise, like I said. I, I'm not even standing as close to my phone. This is going to be a good test episode. So I have no idea how I'm going to sound standing so far away from my phone right now. But, since you're back, I'm going to tell you what I've been watching the last couple days. So welcome to our next segment called Brainwatched. I don't know if the TV watched me or I watched the show. But we are back. It's a short list because it's only been a week. Hold on. Excuse my noise. I'm moving around my house. Um, there was something else I wanted to say about my background noise today. Oh, I really want to make a YouTube channel. And I really want to post like this this podcast but but a few things what was my concern oh i'd be wearing i'm I'm currently i'm wearing my pjs i got my bonnet on i don't wear makeup and that's never gonna change so I'm currently filming in my closet, so it's like, filming. Look, the universe is trying to tell me to film it. I'm currently recording in my closet, so it's like, uh, what background am I going to give you guys? Like, should I, that'd be, it would be funny to me to record in a closet, and I might just do it just because it's funny to me and that's the reason why i create because i just want to laugh at the stuff i create and it and also bring laughter to the other people around me that think it's funny um but brainwashed i lost my train of thought so i'm like yeah back to my script 
Um, this past week. So I got a peacock, peacock subscription. That sounds so rough. I got a peacock prescription, subscription. Sorry. <laughs> um, and the shows that I watched off of it. I started, uh, me and my girl started Bel Air, which is so good. And I love how well done it's, I love how well done it is made. It is made. Um, I appreciate how well done it, it is. It it's definitely stands on its own. Um, but Bel Air does pay homage and it's been so fun pointing out the like oh i remember when they did this back in the day i remember that episode <laughs> who's lisa i was like everybody we know who lisa is so if you know who lisa is you understand that's a, that's that's gonna be a interesting development to that that storyline I'm talking in crypto. So, <laughs> um, I'm trying to say that the show Bel Air stands on its own, but also pays homage to the original Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I think it's such a a great recreation um, and a great. Um, I don't know if you would call it a reboot because it kind of is it's it, it follows a storyline but it also like creates its own storyline but um Bel Air is a great reboot it's a great recreation of an old story and I love that I love that um so I only watched I think we only got to I think I have to ask but I think we only got to like episode three I, right now I cannot recall but the other show we almost watched all the way to the end until I fell asleep with my mouth open on the couch um, is Dr. Death Dr. Death on Peacock I highly recommend and it has my sister's like high school crush Joshua Jackson Joshua Jackson can't say it. It, it sounds like my mouth is filled with stuff uh filled with like saliva but um that's why i know his name because my sister used to have a crush on joshua jackson from <laughs> from dawson's creek that'd be funny if i said his name so many times and it's not even his name but i'm very positive that is that's his name <clears throat> but he he plays this character really well. I think the prosthetics department could have did better with the fake belly and the extra fat on his face. But, you know, he knows how to act. And he's always done really good parts that I've watched. I love to watch. And as he gets older, he's playing these really, really interesting characters. And I think I love that even more. Because I've seen him in something else where he was like a genius and his dad was a genius. And I cannot remember what that show is called right now. But Dr. Death 
we watched i think it's it i think it's a limited series it was only eight episodes and we watched all of them i think i only have like 15 minutes of the last episode left and it's based off a true story and i was like see once you watch it you'll be like see i knew it i knew it i knew you doctors are abusing your power not all you guys but watch Dr. Death because it shows you how hard it is. Like, if a doctor is effing up, it shows you how hard it is to get that doctor um, to stop practicing medicine. It, Dr. Death on Peacock. Highly recommend it. It's almost up there. It will never top. The Impossible, which was on Voodoo with Tom's Hollingworth. Tom's Hollingworth? That's it. And Naomi Watts. I still recommend that movie. Um, I highly recommend Dr. Death. On Peacock. Uh, let's see. I watched... We watched the latest episode. I always say I watched, but I'm like, I wasn't by myself. Um, so me and my girlfriend watched um, Halo. Our newest episode on... I think it's on Paramount. I'm still confused where she's pulling this up from. Um, we watched episode four, and I know this is a series that I'm gonna rewatch. Like, I know it's so beautiful, there's so much information, there's so much action that's going on. It, the, there's like little subtle things. Everyone, this is a great cast, a great group of people, um, telling this story, and we learned so much in the next this latest episode we learned so much and I just cannot wait for the next episode I dislike that some of the streaming streaming apps have figured out that some of the shows they can release one one week at a time and we'll we'll um watch it I that could backfire if the show is not good but if the show's good I'm definitely tuning in every week I'm like you got me you got me um next on my list that I would like to talk about is Beethoven 2. Uh we had to watch a throwback this this weekend. And that was the wholesome throwback we threw on. And Beethoven 1 and 2 is such a great movie to watch. Yeah, this is going to be a raw episode. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna edit all the mistakes out. Not. I'm not gonna change the breathing. <sighs> you have to listen to it this week. Anyways, I was talking about before my phone rudely interrupted me with an alarm. I wanted to say that Beethoven is a great movie to watch with everyone of every background. I, like I said, I highly recommend Beethoven as a throwback. Um, the dad is really funny. I don't know the actor's name who plays the dad in the Beethoven 1 and 2 movies, but he is so funny. But he's like a really good dad. Or he, like, at least, I don't know. I mean, that's for everyone to judge what a good dad is. But I think he's a great dad. I think he's funny. I think... He's really, 
he plays the role really well. Um, Beethoven, great movie. I didn't realize I watched that movie so many times because before things were happening in the movie, I was like, oh yeah, this is when he pulls the patio out or this is when... Oh, like, I think there was something else that happened in the movie where I was like, oh yeah, I love this part. Uh, I cannot remember right now, but like Beethoven 1 and 2, you could watch still today. Not saying that there's nothing problematic that is said in that movie. Because, disclaimer, older movies sometimes you'd be like, whoa, we allowed that. Um, <laughs> but no, Beethoven seems like a wholesome movie you could watch with like every body of every generation, so... I watched that this past week. And then the second thing that I will say that I watched by myself was on Netflix. Beethoven, I don't remember what streaming app we watched it on. Mm. But I'm pretty sure you could just Google search Beethoven. Dog movies are great. I could probably do a whole episode on dog movies. And that might be an episode note to self. But the last part, the last thing that I really watched that I can remember this past week and is kind of related to our last segment, and we're going to make this quick because I am fading fast. Um, my tip of the week is related to the last episode, last episode, last show that I watched on Netflix, which is Married at First Sight, season 10. I'm not going to watch the whole season. Not even going to recap. I've watched enough of these seasons. I don't watch them consistently. But I've caught enough of these Married at First Sight seasons. To say. Married at First Sight is really interesting to watch. For multiple reasons. I think the concept of just putting two strangers together, arranging their marriage, is very fascinating because they keep the same people to arrange the marriages every season. And I don't know if that's a beneficial thing yet. I don't know how I feel about it, but they have three people that match make. Um, and I think it's their job too, so. Anyways, that's not what I was going to talk about Married at First Sight about. My tip, it's one of those shows where it's, you can play it in the background, you can get, I, there was one season I got really into, and I can't remember what season it is, but I got really into it, like I really watched a lot of it, because I, I wanted to see if these couples made it to the end, but I feel like if you watch one Married at First Sight season, you kind of get the hang of the next one. So there's like a pattern. My tip of the week is related to Married at First Sight because there's certain sections. If there's certain sections of the series in the show that you can just skip and fast forward through because they're all the same. So I say watch one season, whatever season you choose, if whatever season you get involved in. Sometimes you don't want to watch the couples make it, like, to the end. There was one season where all the couples, I was like, I gotta find out what happened to them. 
But now that I watch it, some of these seasons, I'm like, mm, I can't, I can't sit through this. So, I think it was like my Saturday. So my Saturday is like Thursday or like Wednesday. One of those days I was watching this. And I realized I can get really efficient by fast forwarding through some of this reality. Because I don't have, they draw out reality shows so much. It's, it's just like, why? Why is this 30 episodes when it clearly could have been like 10? But Married at First Sight, like I said, I'm not going to recap because there's so many seasons. There's so many reasons to watch. There's so many different people on there. Um, I'm just going to tell you the best parts to fast forward through because I, that's me. I'm, we don't got time sometimes to be watching all these reality shows. They start to get really like the same formula over and over again. They barely make any changes. So the best parts are, and honestly, honestly, (laughs) honestly, I have to say that by season 10, Married at First Sight has made changes to make the process the arrangement process way quicker they used to draw that stuff out into like three episodes where they were choosing contestants getting their backstory and now they do it in like one episode and it's great and i'm like oh i love it but to make it more efficient you should definitely fast forward through the prelims of the show which is where they're making the selection process for the people that should be on the show just fast forward until you see like someone's face pop up, pop up with like a name banner underneath it. Then you're like, okay, this is the first contestant. I'm gonna call them contestants because this is a game show. Um, so fast forward until you know they're talking about the people that are gonna get married on the show. You don't want to see some extra people that like might be on the show. But again, they made this process more efficient already. I hope my alarm doesn't go back off because it's going to cut off my recording. Anyways, the next part that you should fast forward through. So once they go through the selection process, you're you're meeting all the characters. <laughs> We're going to call them characters. You're meeting all the characters and you can fast forward through why they're getting married and why they think this is a good process because they say the same shit. They say, I haven't found anyone yet. I've been too busy. I feel like I'm ready now. I just don't want to do it, basically. Like, we're, we're hitting the day and age where I will pay someone to do it for me. Can you do my chores for me? Cool. I'll, get, I'll, I'll send you some money. Can you pick up my groceries for me? Thank you. Cool. I'll send you some money. Same thing, I feel like arranged marriages are, and this show in particular, Married at First Sight, is popular because sometimes people, the contestants on there are just like, I just didn't want to do it. I just didn't want to put in the hard work to find my love of my life. I'm going to hire somebody. So I always say fast forward through their introductions because they show these contestants in their house and they show them either doing an exercise or drinking alcohol while they're, there's a narration of why they're doing this in the background. Fast forward through that. You don't need to listen to that shit. Because they're going to introduce this character over and over again. I keep calling them characters. Just go with it. Um, 
So we're going to fast forward through those introductions as fast as possible. Just get their names. Keep pushing. Um, also, the reason I say fast forward through this, because what they say they want never is never lines up with how the relationship ends up going sometimes. Just just fast forward, get their names. Let's get to the wedding so we can see if they have chemistry. So you're gonna fast forward until we get to the wedding day. You can watch the bachelorette party because that's where you're gonna get the mess. That's where the, the girls and bachelorette and the bachelor parties where the guys meet each other from the reality show and then the girls meet each other from the reality show. So it's cool to see them talk about why they think it's weird, but after you see that, just fast forward. Fast forward to the weddings, the first day. When you get to wedding day, fast forward to when the groom steps out to stand at the podium because there's always gonna be an issue before the marriage just because this is reality TV. It's always a setup. So they're either gonna have them have an issue with the wardrobe or one of the grooms or brides is gonna be so nervous that they start crying or the last and final, if there's no issue other than that, the producers ask the father of the bride or whoever's walking down the bride to be like, ask them if they feel any doubts or ask them, they have one more chance to say no, just to create some tension in their story. And those are the three things that happen at Married at First Sight. And I'm just like, fast forward through that. So fast forward, wedding day. Fast forward to when the groom steps out because you want to see how he greets the other side, the other family. You want to see that. I want to see that. Every single time I want to see how that groom interacts with the, um, the bride's family. Then you want to fast forward after that interaction to when the bride is going to walk out. Because immediately when the groom sees the bride, I feel like you get a sense of how this relationship's going to go. Watch all that. <laughs> I didn't watch too much of this. I didn't even make it through past the reception. You can fast forward. The reception's optional. If you're going to watch anything from this reception, let me see my notes. Look, I didn't even write it down. I think I'm looking for chemistry. So, and I only f suggest watching the first episodes and like the last episodes of the season. But I'm looking for chemistry. So fast forward after they get married. So the bride comes out, they get married. They Then they have this, the couples have their first private like interaction. Watch that. Cause you're gonna, you wanna see if the couples have chemistry watch that until you can't anymore it gets really awkward during those times so fast forward to the next important part and that's the first dance at the reception fast forward to you see that get a sense of the chemistry bada bing bada boom that's the married at first sight that's how you watch it hella fast and then go on google and google who's still together and you watched you literally only wasted like maybe like a morning of your Saturday by doing it this way because you're going to watch like five to eight episodes fast forwarding them. You're not going to take that much time. 
And then you're just going to Google the results because that's all you really want to know. If you if you want the story, go back and read it. Go back and read it. Like, Go back and, you know, watch every episode. But I'm saying if you watch Married at First Sight before in depth, you don't need to watch every episode like that. I mean, you don't have to watch every season like that. There's 10 seasons. I do not suggest wasting your time watching all of them. I highly recommend fast-forwarding through the dull parts. And because it's late, but we did this anyways because we're level-fiving it up. (laughs) We're stepping it up. I'm going to say thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. I... (laughs) I'm going to enjoy this evening and I hope you enjoy yours and I hope you have a protected and blessed weekend and see you next week. Peace out.